Right, I think I'm ready. Are you guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Hey guys, I've got another episode for you. Uh, this is part two of the conversation that I had with the guys from the Jacked podcast in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you missed part one, go back to episode 44 and you can catch up on the first hour of our conversation. And this episode is the second part, the second hour of that conversation. And we ended off the first conversation talking about where I was telling the guys that I want to do write a book. And this is how the rest of the conversation went. Anyway. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll tune in big time. And I'll tell you what, man, if, if you don't do it, I'm going to give you shit for it. And I'm going to message you until you do it. Because yeah. I'm, I'm all about people just going to, just pursuing it, you know, and just getting yeah. after it. You know, I have all these crazy ideas for the podcast. And I, me and Anthony text and we call each other about it all the time. And I'm like, we're doing it. And I told him, I was like, I don't know if you've ever heard of the guy. His name is David Goggins. He was a U.S. Navy SEAL. No. Um, it, honestly, man, if you want some motivation, look up David Goggins on YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Dude weighed, uh, I think it was over 300 pounds. And then he wanted to join the Navy SEAL. So he had to lose like 180 pounds in like two months. And he did it. It was crazy. Um, it was insane. His story is not. But not even healthy, but he did it. Yeah. yeah. And his whole thing after it, do yeah. something about it. And um, one of the cool things with Anthony is I was almost like, man, I got all this content. I want to release it all. And even if I release all of it, fuck it. Merry Christmas. Let's make some more. Let's do some more, man. Like, let's just do it. Who cares? What's stopping you, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's it's funny because the the energy that means... The only alternative is death. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just, I just don't want to live my life with the regret. Like, it's like, I want to do what I want to do. Yes. You know, and I want to do it now. Let's just go. And I, and I want to spread that drive to other people because like everyone's got it. They can do it, you know? And it's like, I just want to help spread that, you know? And I know you, I know you feel it too, because I mean, I hear it in your voice and the thing that you're doing and want to do. Well, the fact that we're doing this right now is is living proof, you know, that we're, that we're doing it. Proof is in the pudding. Yes. And we can, and that's the other thing, brother. Like everyone talks about when I told people I'm starting a podcast. And I, I actually, I really want to get your input on this too. Uh, when I started, when I went to start a podcast and when we started a podcast, a lot of people tell me, oh, there's a million podcasts. It's oversaturated. Everyone wants to do a podcast. You know what? Fuck you and fuck that because I don't know another person personally doing a podcast. And guess what? We, there's, there's more than enough for all of us to go get something. All of us have viewership oh, yeah. for us to support each other. We're not against each other. Our podcast, it's me. It's all of us together, you know, and like there's more than enough. We work together. It's not like we're not against each other. That's no. the beauty of it. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Because um, I have this sort of abundance mentality that there's enough space for all of us. And the more we advertise yep. podcasts, the more people are going to be listening to podcasts grow the community so there's a lot of space for us it's not like there's a finite listenership for podcasts the more no, we advertise not, podcasts the more people will be listening to podcasts the more people you know there's more room for us to work so i think um so like for me personally um you know i look at other podcasts for ideas not to copy 
Yeah. But but just, to get, just to collaborate with and, and get ideas from. Um, you guys must check this out. There's a podcast in Australia. It's called The Daily Talk Show. Mm -hmm. uh, they Daily Talk Show? The oh, Daily Talk Show. Not, okay. not, the, not the Daily Talk Show. The, uh, the da not the Daily Show. The Daily Show is Trevor Noah, who is South African, by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> have you guys watched that? Yeah, South Africa's taking over the world of comedy. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, <laughs> but, right. But no, seriously. In um, in Australia, there's a uh, there's a podcast called the Daily Talk Show, and they were doing a podcast every day, and now under lockdown, they're doing a podcast twice a day. So how's wow. that? How's wow. that? They're, See, that's awesome. That's legend. Mm -hmm. So you know what? Go check those guys out. They are fucking legend. Um, I've learned a lot from is them. Is this right here? The top. Uh, you, there, you that's, it. that's it. That's it. All right. Perfect. Yeah. That's it. All right. We got perfect, it. Man. Yeah, we well, got it. Listen, check it out. Interact with those guys. Tell them I sent you. It's fucking amazing. Yeah, man. Big time. But you know what the thing is? Like, I've, I've, I've had a video call with them. I've interacted with them. They've given me advice. It's, you know, that's the thing. It's a community of podcasters that are collaborating together to just improve or bring to everyone the content that they're bringing. Because, you know, everyone's bringing different content. Uh, like, I mean, the, live, the live that I... Different value, with, you sorry. know? I said each of us is bringing different values, Absolutely. you know, and Absolutely. other people are going to appreciate, you know, the different content, the different values, you know, differently. It's just awesome. I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. And, uh, you know, people will find, you know, so I much rather have a hundred followers that are totally engaged than one million followers that are not engaged. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know what you yeah. guys feel about that. No, I, I, I believe it too, man. It's like, um, it's like you can have 50,000 people on your Instagram and if 40,000 of them are bots and unengaged and it doesn't matter, you know, I actually see that on, if you want to, if you want to go to the analytics of like Instagram stuff, I've seen accounts with 10,000, 12,000, 15,000 followers. They post something and they get 30, likes exactly that doesn't matter i see people like on your platform even our platform it's like dude we got like several hundred people right now which i know numbers don't mean anything by the way numbers don't mean anything but we have but we get high engagement we get so many people that message and respond and we, we're building a community just yeah. like you're building a community and we're connected now yeah. and that is really important and i think that that's the most important about this whole podcasting community and here's the thing when you told me when when you actually you didn't even tell me i started following you or something like that i saw that you did a podcast with a guy who rode his bike from south america to canada Absolutely. and just the fact that you got that guy to go on your platform i saw that and it inspired the shit out of me man uh -huh. and i tell you what for my birthday i did something very small so it's not even a big deal but for my 28th birthday which was monday i did 280 pull-ups so that was my little goal i was like i'm gonna do 280 i'm gonna do sets of eight 
and I'm just going to crank out pull-ups all day. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, part of my motivation was thinking about that guy who rode a bike from South America to Canada, but that's because you had him on the podcast. Yeah. So it's like, you, you, because you did that, him yes. and you were able to impact somebody. And that's, that's what I love about like, you know, the engagement of people well, is you know making what? those little impacts because that's where, that's where our heart's at. You know? I mean, that's, that's a fucking amazing story. I really enjoy that. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, so was it your birthday that was last weekend? Yeah, it was, it was on Monday, actually. Oh, awesome. Last Monday. Yeah. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, dude. Oh, thank you. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you finished that bottle, you dirty, dirty dog. Should we, should we pour you some screwball? <laughs> Get that glass up there. Let's pour a little. <laughs> you a little wet. Yeah, you little weasel. So, so I must, there we go. I must, I must tell you, so that guy that uh, rode from South America to, to Canada, just an interesting story. So I've been engaging with guys that are in the motorcycling community. And one of the groups of guys that ride around Johannesburg is called the Vesperados. So they only ride Vespa bikes. Uh, I think Vespas are so cool, by the way. Old school Vespas, not the new ones, 70s and 60s Vespas. And these guys... Yeah, yeah, something nostalgic. No joke, these guys are hardcore. Like, you cannot believe. Anyway, so I wanted to have the president of the Vesperados. I wanted him on the podcast. Turns out that he's a very, very shy guy. You know, you put a mic in front of mm. him, he starts getting a little bit antsy. But it took me a couple of months to convince this guy to come on the podcast. And I convinced him, okay, let's do it, whatever. And it turned out that we, and I mean, this is, this is what I love about doing the podcast is that, I mean, I knew the guy, but I didn't know him personally. We would go for bike at breakfasts, and we would, like, chat. And so we trying to organize this podcast. It took me, like, two months. And he says to me, okay, let's do it on this day. And I said, listen, guy, listen, dude, I'll come to your, I'll come to your house. Not a problem. Yeah. You don't have to come yeah. to me. No problem. So he said, okay, cool. Then he messaged me during the day and he says, hey, listen, my wife said, why don't you come for dinner? So I said, okay, cool. I'll come a little bit early. We'll come for dinner. So I arrive at his place mm-hmm. and he's into four by fouring. So he's got a Land, land Rover, yeah. all kits it out to do the nice. safari in South Africa. And I get there and his wife has made dinner. Oh. And there's some people there that mm-hmm. I don't even know. And he introduces me. He says, no, these, these are people from Europe that he met at a bar on the weekend that was staying in an Air, Airbnb. And they're waiting for their vehicle to be shipped from Europe to South Africa. And then they're going to do an overland trip through, South Af- uh, through Southern Africa. And he told them that it was bullshit that they were staying in an Airbnb. They must come and stay at his place. So, okay, oh, cool. So we sat around the table and we had dinner and we had a couple of beers. And then only after that did we sit down and do the podcast. But by then we were, had a couple of beers, we were nice and relaxed. Yeah. And I have this conversation with, the guy's name is Gerard. So I have the conversation with Gerard. 
And afterwards, he says to me, dude, that was such a relaxed conversation. He was so amazed at how well the conversation had gone because he didn't feel mm-hmm. pressured by the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It turns out that mm-hmm. I've, the mm-hmm. kind of feedback that I've got is that I have this ability to make people feel super relaxed. But yes, they coasted out of those people, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's a long story short, but he then he was then helping this guy that's going to, that did the cycle ride from Southern America to Canada. He now wants to do a ride from Cairo to Cape Town and raise money for a charity in Bots- I think it's in Botswana or mm-hmm. Malawi. I get my Incredible. facts wrong here. Mm-hmm. But he then passed on, they wanted to create some promo um, content for to get sponsors for this guy. And Gerard recommended me because this guy that did the ride from from Andy, the guy's name is Andy, Andy that rode from South America to Canada is very, very shy and doesn't like interviews. And mm-hmm. uh, Gerard recommended that I would be the right person to have a conversation with him to um, create this promo, this promo content. Dude, hell yeah. And that's how it works, man. Yeah, honestly. I love it. It's that's beautiful. how it goes. Yeah. Mm. It's just, it's so fun to get to, you, you know, you get to have these conversations with people because of the podcast that you would never have. Otherwise, you know, we uh, just, was this two weeks ago or three weeks ago, we met with this guy, Dr. Roberts. He, he wrote the very first textbook of the genetics of the heart. He's a cardiologist. I saw that. A, I saw um, that. He was the, the cardiology uh, consult for NASA for 13 years. Mm-hmm. Literally has helped started medical schools all across the world. You know, normally charges like a thousand dollars a talk or whatever to, to give a speech. And we got to talk to him. Yeah. Because, you know, because exactly. of this platform. And yeah. it's just like amazing, like the, the, the things that we're experiencing because of it. And it's just, it just, it makes me feel so alive. And it just, yeah. hear other people's lives and what they've accomplished. It makes me encouraged. You know, I, I just love it. And I want to share that with other people. It, I love it. Yeah, man. And uh, I'm actually, we're going to release uh, probably after this one. I had already pre recorded uh, an episode with this guy who came to my high school. Because he, you know, he works, he was actually a drug addict most of his life. He's turned his life around. He's sober. He's had this wild story of when he used to do just crazy drugs. And it's, it's just like you listen to his story and you just cannot believe this guy came out like alive on the other side. And I just met him because he wanted to talk about drug addiction at my high school. And I was like, hey, man, go for it. And he did. And afterwards, I was like, hey, do you want to come on my podcast? And, and so I actually did that for my old one but we're going to re-release it on our Jack's forum. And so, but you just meet these people who have wild, powerful stories because who, how many people do you know maybe suffer from mental health, drug addiction, anything? We just did that one with um, Derek McCormick, man. Derek, you know, he lost or his wife died from uh, aggressive, aggressive cancer. I saw that And how many people... How many people have lost someone? They can relate to that story. And it's not about me. It's not about Anthony. It's not about Frank. And when you have your podcast, it's not about you. It's about just sharing what you have access to. Yeah. Because yeah, like I said, when we loop back to this, how many people personally know are running a podcast? Probably not very many, right? Would you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, 
Yeah. And so now you get to be that to be that media piece that's just raw and real and authentic. New avenue created. Yeah. yeah. That can exchange experiences with people, give people access to someone they would have never met in their life. And the coolest thing about it that you find out is ordinary people have just the most extraordinary stories yeah. and have done the coolest things, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Guys. You get someone who has some notoriety, right? But regular people. I need to go for a piss. Yeah, go for it, man. We'll we'll talk. Two seconds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll talk. I love it, dude. But but honestly, oh yeah. I mean, it's just a beautiful. I mean, like I'm I'm having experiences now where I'm I'm more confided and contained ever in my entire life. Literally quarantined, but I feel like more liberated in my entire life. Yeah, because of this. Just because. Okay, so like me and Anthony were talking about um, different ideas for the podcast, and one of the funniest things, and we're gonna do it, and I'm gonna say it now because it, it puts more of a fire into me to do it. In stone, baby. What do you not want to tell people? Oh, Would it be a funny surprise? No, it's a good story. Tease them. Tease them. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, how about we just. I'm going to reach out to every mayor in Arizona. <laughs> I'm going to start reaching out to mayors because how funny would it be? Because if you get one, you can get multiple. Oh, absolutely. And if we just had this, like people would look at the podcast and be like, Who, who's this podcast interviewing the mayor of Peoria, Glendale, Phoenix, Arizona? You know what I mean? Like, no, the little Stephen. Funny, I was thinking would we hung up the, you know, I get so excited when me and I would get off the phone. Yeah. I just like get just so giddy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I'm like, man, if we could talk to a mayor, then we could talk to another mayor. Then we could talk to a governor. <laughs> all, of a sudden, all of a sudden, we got Trump. <laughs> <laughs> we got Trump. He's like, oh, some, I just talked to these cool guys, you know? And how cool would it be? So, like, we're not even a political podcast. We don't want to talk politics. I don't, I think, I think whatever the party's system is, whether you're in the UK, South Africa, America, whatever. There's always a false binary. It's always yeah. Republican or Democrat. It's always left or right. I, I don't believe in those that, that binary, you know, because there's always, there's always more that can be. We want to be like a political podcast, but it would be funny if we just had like 10 mayors oh, on the podcast, you know? Mayors. It would just we, be so we funny. We had a mayor, like, uh, what's the word, like, segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mayor no, but no, but that's oh, we're back. Now. We're back. Yes, Ben is back. Sure, oh, I we're can, just talking uh, about I, I the can, amazing people that we're gonna meet because of this. I can think clearly. like a new man. Yeah, the yeah the bleed your old lizard. Uh, my God, I was I was crying. <laughs> so we were saying I was Arkansas. Crying. I'll be honest, man. <laughs> uh, Dude, I don't know how Rogan does it. Who goes uh, three hours without two hours, on a dude. Show. I don't know how. Oh, he, dude, he probably catheterizes it. Exactly. The table. I was just about to say, he's probably got a catheter in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's feeling the whole <laughs> time. That weird dude is so into it. What do they call it? Pegging? Pegging. He loves it. No, no, no. He just pegs himself on his off time, but then on the podcast, it's the catheter. We need to tag him. We're tagging him for sure. We should start that that hashtag to trend. Like, does Joe Rogan peg himself? (laughs) Is he he into pegging? Yeah, I can't knock it because I've never tried it, I guess. Uh, (laughs) It could be a thrill. It could be fun. 
So let's talk, let's talk about your podcast yeah, yeah. for a moment. Right. Talk about uh, our podcast? Yeah, about your podcast. Why the fuck not, to? I feel like he's got, yeah, Ben, has he, got, has he gotten quieter for you? Yeah, I got a little quiet. I'm yeah. Gonna... Maybe adjust your volume a little bit. I don't know what's going on. It might be on our end. Uh, I'm I'm all good here, him. Fucking full volume, dude. Okay, oh, we're good. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're good. Are you good? So let's talk so, about uh, your podcast for a bit. Yeah, it was just, I, I think the internet, for a second, the internet got funny. So yeah, I guess let's talk about our podcast. In fact, that, you know, uh, I just want to say, to me, I'm just excited to, because not only are we being able to meet these people that have done great things, but I also am excited to have the stories with the ordinary people where they have these extravagant stories and, you know, people can learn from their walks of life, from their areas of expertise. You know, of course, you know, we're going to be talking to some big names we already have, you know, but the thing is, is like, we're all special in our own way. We all have, you know, these specialties that we just, sometimes we're not even aware of it. And that to me, I'm just so excited to bring out. And that is what jacked is about it is it is what we're about and uh another big thing that i feel like one of the one of our main purposes is that you know so the name of our podcast is called just a couple dudes right so what are we right here we are just a couple dudes just hanging out right so the whole the whole point is that we can take issues such as mental health death depression suicide we can take politics religion we can talk about this like podcasting whatever something that might be complex and we bring it to a layman bro dude level, you know, something that's easy to digest, easy to understand. You know, I actually, it was really cool. I had people so far reach out to me over Instagram and ask me how to start a podcast. What, what is it about? What should they talk about? Stuff like that. And I could give them some guidance. And I was like, look, just listen, just listen to what we've done. Listen to what other people have done. Uh, it's not, it's not complicated. I think a lot of life, really isn't that complex but we make it complicated and the cool thing about your podcast ours other ones is that you can take complex issues bring them down to a very layman very simple level and just talk and you can really only do that in a one to two hour forum three hours maybe you know ours is about an hour usually but you need to talk you need to roll it out you gotta it's gotta have a can't do a soundbite. Soundbites are really fun for promos and stuff, but yeah. you can't explain something complex in a soundbite. And that's all we're fed. You know, news media, mm-hmm. whatever. We just want soundbites. No, I want to talk to you for an hour. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think Joe Rogan actually did say it best. He, they were talking about um, who's Dr. Huxtable from uh, Bill Cosby. So uh, yeah. Bill Cosby, right? So yeah. Bill Cosby is, yeah, he's a monster. Are yeah, we allowed to talk about him? Bill Cosby. <laughs> Yeah, people think Bill Cosby. They're like, oh, he was on, uh, he was on Jay Leno. He's a cool guy. Well, that's a pre-fed, quick answer, no nonsense. Like, but if he would, Joe Rogan was like, if I had Bill Cosby on for three hours, you would all know how much of a creep he is. Oh, you can't yeah. hide it for an hour. You can't exactly. hide it for three hours. You know, and exactly. so that's what I love about the podcast. Yeah. I feel like that's what we're doing with our podcast. And I think it has a really bright future. I think yours is the future. Um, I mean, Tea Time with the Reaper, Derek McCormick, who we just had on, absolutely love what I've listened to with him. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, I mean, you should reach out to him even. I mean, he's, he just want to get that message out. 
as sure. much as you can. Yeah. Um, well, the truth is, is everyone needs it. Everyone should Everyone's going to experience death, and yet none of us are preparing for it. You know, mm. I had a conversation literally last night where, you know, I found out that someone had physical death and they were scared to talk about it. And I was just like, you need to, I've now made a recent friend and you need to talk to him. In yeah, fact, the to. world needs to hear your story because the struggles you have experienced, maybe there's just one other person that's going to hear your story and they're going to benefit from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, and that's, absolutely. that's just the path can help you know, give to people. You know, we, mm-hmm. we can give people a voice. I'm just so excited about it. And especially during this time, while you were gone, I was telling, you know, quarantined and we're trapped. But for some reason, I feel more liberated than ever in my entire life. Yeah. Because I'm getting to talk to people all across the world. I'm getting to hear their story, hear their stories. It's awesome. Well, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, just I mean, well, I wouldn't have had the time. No, you Go carry ahead. on. No, you carry on. I was going to say, I just wouldn't have had the time to talk to Derek um, had it not been for this, to be honest. So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. super grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think having a podcast does give you access to people that you normally wouldn't have access to. Uh, I, I found that um, and people are, are, are pretty keen to come on. I mean, a lot of the guests that I've yes. had have never been on an interview or a podcast before. Uh-huh. But some of them have been on lots of pod uh sorry, lots of interviews, but they enjoy yeah. the podcast format more because it's a lot more relaxed because i don't come with 10 questions mm-hmm. what i tell what i tell people up front is it's your podcast you talk about what you want to talk about it's uh-huh. two people that have the same passions that are talking about the same thing with its motorcycles with its music whether it's creative stuff craft fashion local music whatever so i always tell them it's not an interview and it's your podcast you talk about whatever you want so that's beautiful uh, yeah so that's my that's my motto yeah. and then um just um oh shit i was gonna say something i was gonna dial it back a little bit but i fucking i've forgotten but anyway i want to tell you kudos to your fucking podcast name just a couple of dudes. I mean, that is the most fucking awesome title for a podcast. I'm so jealous. I'm not going to lie. Because that's what we deliver. No, but uh, I mean, that is out the lot. It's table talk, baby. But yeah, you know what? That translates, that translates so much to South Africa. Because, I mean, everyone is a dude in South Africa. And we're all just a couple mm-hmm. of dudes. Ah, uh, fuck, that is yeah. so fucking awesome. And it works yeah. out that it says jacked, which is fucking <laughs> jacked. It's just masculine. Oh, dude, I love it. Yeah, yeah. And that's why I picked a little gorilla because we got a silverback gorilla. It's Jack's podcast, but it's just a couple dudes. Like, that's all we are, man. We're just, oh, we're yeah. just hanging we're out. all the time. Me and Eric, we're always sending videos of gorillas. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like, oh, let's go, boys. Yeah. We're all just a couple dudes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, dude, uh, I, I love it. I love it. But now, listen. Your, 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 the guests that you've had on and the topics that you guys have tackled are pretty, pretty, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. You guys have spoken about relationships, you've spoken about religion, 
I mean, mm-hmm. pretty. Uh, it's pretty woke if you want to. Controversial. No, not controversial. Yeah. No, 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 no. Woke for listen, sure. Listen, okay. Let me explain something to you. I've got I've got two teenage daughters. I've got a daughter who's turning eighteen, and I've got a daughter who is sixteen already. So it is pretty difficult to navigate how to prepare them for the world because in a way mm-hmm. i believe that's my job right so between relationships and yeah. sex and religion and all that kind of stuff i mean it's it's you know like i grew up in a in a in a, in a world where it was taboo to talk about that kind of stuff i, I grew up mm-hmm. in a religious environment you didn't talk about sex you know you didn't swear whatever right so how do i and i mean it's taken me a long long time to get a perspective on life and when i hear you guys talking about religion and relationships i mean you guys are young guys um i have to say i'm pretty impressed that you guys are talking about these kind of subjects and uh it encourages me and uh the way that I deal with my kids is that there is no taboo subject to talk about. Sex, relationships, whatever it is. There is no yeah. there is no area that we can't go. And I think I've created an environment for my, my girls to be able to comfortable to talk about these kind of things. I mean, they tell me stuff that I would never have told my parents when I was a kid. I mean, what do you guys think? It's beautiful, man. No, I think that's beautiful. Yeah, good I think for that's, you. It's, I think that's awesome because it's, it's how I want to be as a father. So, I mean, honestly. Yeah, and if amazing. I can, if I can just add, you know, I think by not talking about those topics, it creates a safe space that's not actually safe. You know what I mean? Like, you need to, you need to talk about religion. You need to talk about death. You need to talk about not just, not really politics, but you know what I mean? Like kind of like the political climate that we're, you need to talk about their relationships with people, their romantic relationships with people. Because if you don't, how else will they really know you as a father, as a man, as a person? And that's one thing that, you know, this podcast too is about, talk about is we're about good men, strong men, good fathers. Oh, and that's why I love that we're talking to you because I mean, that is a quality of a good father, a good man. What you're doing is, is awesome. And, that, and, and that's, you know, that's why we're doing it, you know? Seriously. So Kudos to you, man. I love it. Can I, can I, can I tell you what? Uh, I mean, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. talk about how do you measure success and that kind of thing. I measure my success by how other people perceive my girls, my daughters. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. that is testament to the kind of person that I'm at. The values mm-hmm. that I've instilled in them. So when I go to a mm-hmm. social event and I take my girls with me, and afterwards people say, listen, you've got beautiful girls. They're so well behaved. They're so polite. They're so intuitive, etc., etc." So like for me, that is my measure of success. If anything, yeah, was, if I was to die tomorrow, if that's what people are perceiving my girls at, that's yeah. my success. 
Oh, big time. Absolutely. Big Wear time, it proudly, dude. too. Wear it on your chest, man. That's awesome. I love that. That's exactly what I want in life. I don't even have kids, and I love them, and I, and I'm, I look forward to seeing the people that they will become. And it sounds like that your, your girls are literally the type of people that I would like to raise. So, yeah. Kudos to you, man. I'm glad... I'm glad I consider you a friend now. Oh, honestly. awesome, dude. Yeah. Uh, listen, there's no doubt about that. Huh? Sorry, my whiskey's finished. No doubt. <laughs> I know. We got more beer then. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We've got more to go. <laughs> we decided we were going to do another episode after this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if I can just add, just on um, success, you know, I, I love that you brought that up because we've talked about it before. I, I well, We always talk about it a lot, but specifically on our finances episode, it was like, you know, everyone's taught or told or you, there's some fake thing out there that success is like you go to school, you get a good job, you buy a house, you buy a car, you make more money, blah, 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 so on and so forth, right? Success is like First, the very simple question, are you happy? Are you happy with the way you're living your life? And the other thing is I focus on the intrinsic, not the extrinsic. So meaning my family, my friends, my loved ones, if I'm around those people, I could give two shits about a Corvette, a house, money, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, the number in your bank account. It's not. The, the fact that I get to do this podcast, the fact that I get to meet people, you ignite something in me. That's so much better than any job. I, I, I tell you what, they could tell me tomorrow I'm making 15 to 20 more grand a year. And honestly, I would take my family, my friends, the people I have, because I won the lottery in that realm over money and a job because jobs will stress you out. Jobs will eat you alive, you know, but a podcast, a thing that you're into, fitness, whatever it is, that can actually give you life. It can give you energy. It, it makes you feel alive, you know. So when we talk about success, I love that you brought that up about you, you measure by your daughter's ambitions and goals, because that's how you've had those real conversations with them, you know, and that's, that's beautiful, man. Like, that's really cool. Like, that's the best way to define it. Yeah. I'm one a, other thing. Yes. Go for it. Yeah. I wanted to say one other thing that was just so similar and it was, I, uh, I've had two, two degrees through uh, university now and one of the, my, it was the absolute favorite assignment that I ever had. It was, you had to write your own eulogy. So you were above your own basket yes. and you had to write what other people were saying about you. You had to write what your wife said about you, what your, your kids said about you, what your coworker said about you, what your neighbor said about you, you know, at your own funeral. And what I realized I didn't care how much money that I didn't want them to talk about how much money I made. I wanted them to say things that like my, my father was such a loving father. He had so much drive. He taught me so many things, you know, he, he was the best coworker, you know, but he always brought a smile. Even when it was the worst day, he tried to make other people's days better. And when, you know, when I had to write my own eulogy, when I had to write about my own death, able I was able to think about how I wanted to live my life and you know and when I hear how you're living with your kids and it's like you know how your kids are growing up and stuff like that man it just it just gives me encouragement to like this is how I want to be this, oh, is, yeah, this is how I want my kids to be they aren't even here yet on this planet you know and it's just it's amazing man 
But anyways, continue. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, yeah. no, no, not at all. Not at all. So what you're talking about is something that, do you know Stephen Covey? Mm-hmm. So Stephen Covey is my, you know, when I when I left school and I was starting work, was starting working and, you know, they sent us on management courses and whatever. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People was the, was the book to yeah. read. Now, Stephen Covey is my my hero, right? And he talks about uh, you live to love to leave a legacy, right? Mm-hmm. And he, the first thing he says is you need to write your obituary, your, like you said, how do you want people to perceive eulogy. you? Yeah, your eulogy. You want people, how do you want people to perceive you? And I, I have to admit that I have lived by that for a large part of my life, is that everything that I do is about how do people, not that I'm worried about what people think about me, but how would I want, if when I get to my funeral, what I want people to say, I want I want him to say that Andrew, that's my name, by the way, the bearded Finn, mm-hmm. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, he was the loving guy. He was the giving guy. He was the the guy that you could depend on when you were in shit and all that kind of stuff. And I mean, you know, I I I drive a modest car, but I'm into motorcycles, so I've got three motorcycles. But um, they're kind of badass. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, no. But you know what the thing is? It's like, and this is what I'm trying to tell my kids is that you know what life is about experience. It's about mm-hmm. the people that you connect with. It's about the people that you have a relationship with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm the kind of guy that has. You know, I grew up in a small town. I went to school, made solid friends, and I'm still friends with those guys, even though they are living in different countries. Norway, Mm. United Kingdom, America, Australia, and I'm I'm still connected with those guys. And those relationships that I created in those days have been long lasting. And, um, you know, it's just it. Um, you know, I don't even know how to describe what it's like to connect with a friend that I was in school with, because we had mm-hmm. true friendship. I mean, look, I've made lots of friends post that, and uh, I've made lots of friends through my motorcycling, a lot of friends through socializing, getting tattoos, traveling around the country, that kind of thing. That's awesome. And I mean, I regard those guys as my good friends, but there's something about creating a relationship with someone and 20 years down the line, you're still good buddies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the best feeling in the world. So, so how how old are you guys? I got to ask you, how old are you guys? You turned 28, 28, 28 years old. Both of you. 28, 28. 
Fucking youngsters, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are. Well, dude, I just wanted to make a comment. So I know you're not a religious guy. How old are you, by the way? Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You guess my age. I'll drink a drink. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But how about with this? We get a a a plus a minus yeah, two a plus and two. a plus two uh, buffer. Okay. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. But I, I, listen, I've got to warn you. I've got to warn you. You got a sixteen-year-old, and what's your the other kid? No, I got to warn you before you go there. That when I go out, I like to play this game, and I say to the person, if they can guess my age within a buffer, um, I'll buy them a drink. If they get it wrong, they will buy me a drink, and oh. um, yeah. And let's just say ninety percent of the time I win. Ooh. Okay. Well, how about this? How about this? Do we each get a guess, or is it a jackpot? No, let's no, say let's so. save this drink okay. for when we actually we get to. Oh. We're gonna hang out. Oh, full Monty, full Monty. Full Monty. A better idea now. We're getting a better idea now. For all those that you can't see, bearded fan Andrew over here, no wrinkles, <laughs> but bald as a cue ball. <laughs> we should we should look at like solid beard. What is the average? No no grays, no grays. That's it. That's the that's the killer, dude. No grays. No grays. I was just saying, there's no gray in his beard. Dude, I'm 28 years old and I have like 100, 200 gray hairs. I guess I've lived life a little bit, you know. I call it wisdom hairs, you know. So, but hold on, I want to guess. Okay, I get a guess and then Eric gets a guess. How about yeah. that? You cool no, with that, awesome. bearded fan? Awesome. Okay, okay. I, I want to. Say, Forty-one. Next. <laughs> See, I was going to say mine, and I feel like it's wrong, but it's all, and it's not. It's not just me trying to be complimentary, but after Anthony said forty-one, it makes me want to go older because I feel like you're. You're older than I think, but you look younger. He looks young. If those that you cannot see, Excellent. Andrew, Bearded Finn, he looks young. So what I'm going to say is my original guess was going to be that I think you look like you're 39, but I'm not going to guess 39. I'm going to say you look 39, but you're actually 44. Which is the buffet again? Two years. Oh, we said two. Minus two and plus two. You're wrong. Oh, how old are you? How old are you? I will be turning 48 this year. 48? Damn. Get oh, it, man. son. I want to look like you when I'm 48. <laughs> What's the answer? Yeah. What's the key, man? Yeah. <laughs> divorce. Divorce? Uh, yeah, dude. Anthony got a divorce. I got a divorce, and man, I feel Holy better shit. than ever. Are you kidding? <laughs> Yeah, you got a divorce. Yeah, yeah I did. He's that twenty-year-old who got married. Yeah, I got married oh, at sure. twenty. How, how, how long yeah. were you married for? Uh, about five and a half years. That that the my my little lady got the seven-year itch uh, <sighs> a little early. <laughs> Holy fuck! Yeah, Holy fuck. Sorry, she, yeah, yeah, she kind of had fun with somebody else. You know, for like eighteen months, she had a full-on relationship. Oh no! But you know what? Honestly. No, it's okay because you know why I, I i think about it you know every now and then it comes into mind that was the worst thing i've ever been through but at the same time do some weird like 
I don't know, like, like mental martial arts. I've made it the best thing that's ever happened to me. I'm glad to hear that. Like, seriously, I just, I just feel completely liberated by it because I'm like, you know what? I've seen how bad bad can be. And now every single day, even if it's a normal day, is a great day. And also, I'm just, you know, I've seen how bad things can be. And that's not even the worst that things can be, honestly. But I just want to make, I want to make every day the best it can be. Because I've seen how bad it can be. I want to experience the best. And, and I really, truly feel like that. You know, I just feel like I live life to the and Every day I'm happy because of it. So, so when you were talking about divorce and stuff, that's an ugly, ugly, terrible thing. I wouldn't wish it on anybody. At the same time, to those that have gone through these hardships, these those those things that you if that those pills that you think you can never swallow, you can come out so much stronger. And I yeah. and I just I want people to know that, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I want to look the fact that you went through it and you're 48. I want to look like I do. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I got a. I know you're not a religious guy, but something we talked about earlier. Uh, made me think of a Bible verse um, that I really like. It's just, it just says naked as I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. So it's like you come in the world, you know, naked, you're going out dead and naked, right? So all the money, all the houses, all the cars, all the stuff, like who cares? You know, what you really want to focus on is like, what, what memories did you make? How did you impact people? How did you talk to people? How did we treat each other? Like, you know, what were you able, what kind of legacy were you able to leave? Like with your podcast, our podcast, what are you able to leave your children, your grandchildren? How are you able to enjoy the experience of life versus what kind of shit could you buy? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So oh, like, yeah, I mean, absolutely. the philosophy that I, I, I live by now is I treat people the way that I would like to be treated. Simple as Perfect. that. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. And uh, beyond that, I don't think too much. Um, I, I just it for me yeah, it's about say, the advancement of humanity. That's me. What can I yeah. do to make other people's lives better, other than just mine? That's it. It's it's true. It's like I said, we're not in a competition. Um, I think Gary Vaynerchuk. I don't know if you ever heard of Gary V. Huge on Instagram. Of course. Yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> right. Of course. Gary Vee always talks about honey or honey over vinegar. Yeah. You know, we're not in competition. Man. Yeah. He's like, you can either, you can either blow up everyone's bill around you to be the tallest or just build the tallest one, you know, use each other. Like let's build a community. I'm yeah. not in competition with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's, if anything, you only grow the more you connect. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And the more we can, we can, you know, you coming on ours are we, us coming on yours sharing your stuff you sharing our stuff that kind of stuff like that's how you build um even just a small microcosm to that would be that so like i primarily run the instagram account right yeah. so i'm eric I, I usually run it but frank jumps in the, the co-host and i notice when he comes in and does stuff i'm like oh wow like we're getting a few more we're getting more engagement i was like two heads three heads are better than one yeah. Us helping you, you helping us, the whole podcast community coming together, that is a lot more building that goes on than just if, if you by yourself are like, I'm going to do it all. I'm going to build it. I'm going to, it's all, you know. Yeah, no, listen, I'm all about collaboration. I, 
I don't. I, you know, I like to engage with, uh, so I engage with a lot of people around the world. From a podcast point of view, friends of mine, friends of friends. I mean, so I've been to, I've been fortunate enough to travel um, to, to Toronto on business a couple of times. Oh, and fine. every time that I've been there, I've made new friends. Mm -hmm. And those are friends that I continue to be friends with when I come back to South Africa. And some of them are work mm -hmm. colleagues. Some of them are friends of friends. Um, so do you guys know Rodriguez? The music, uh, the music artist Rodriguez? Not? Mm -mm. Okay. So there was this guy, there was this guy in the 70s I'll give you the, I'll give you the background story. There was a guy in the seventies. Well, that's why you're a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> Come on, man. My parents were just being born then. <laughs> so this I'm guy, kidding. this guy, this guy drew, grew up in, who lived in Detroit, right? Uh -huh. And he used to make music in the seventies. And uh, he used to play in a smoky bar down in Detroit. And uh, he, he, he produced two albums. And they didn't do very much in, in, in America. But they did a shitload in South Africa and in Australia. And he didn't even know that they were that successful in South Africa. Now, just to put it into perspective... Really? He sold more albums in South Africa than Elvis Presley. And the reason what? for it was wow. the reason for it was that he was um, he's he was like almost like a, a, a poet, right? And he was talking about anti establishment kind of things. And going back to the apartheid conversation, in the seventies people identified with what he was saying in South Africa. So the story is, is that someone brought in a cassette tape or whatever into South Africa and it spread like wildfire in South Africa and they produced a whole lot of vinyls and they sold a shitload. But the worst part is he never saw the money, right? Wow. Uh -huh. So there's a, docu there's a documentary. You must go check it out. It's called Searching for Sugar Man. Write that down. And searching for sugar man searching for sugar man and there was two south african guys that were interested to know what happened to rodriguez and they were searching for him for him and we all thought that he had died we thought he had committed suicide on stage or whatever and the long and the short of the yeah. story is that they found him and he was what? still alive and he was a construction worker in detroit Right? What? Oh my yeah. God. So anyway, so what happened was they brought him out to South Africa in 1998 and they had a concert for him and there were like fucking thousands of people that went to go watch him. And then he went back to America, back to Detroit, back to nothing, really. Construction work. And yeah, couple, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then many years later, there was a, a guy that uh, did documentaries and he was traveling through South Africa 
and he happened to be in Cape Town and he happened to talk to the guy that found Rodriguez and loved the story and decided to make a documentary about it. So I think it was 2012, they created this documentary called Searching for Sugar Man about Rodriguez. And um, I happened to be in Toronto in 2012 and Rodriguez was having a concert in Toronto. And I was like, fuck, I need to go to their concert. And all the tickets were sold out. So I was like super bummed. So I was walking around Toronto and I happened to walk into a vinyl store because I'm into my vinyls. And there they had <laughs> Rodriguez's <laughs> album <laughs> called Fact. So I said, okay, cool, I'll buy the, buy the LP. I've got, I've got it on CD and I've got it on, on, on you know, Google Play or whatever. And um, the woman said to me at the tool, she said, you do realize that Rodriguez is, this is on the Monday. She said on Wednesday, Rodriguez is coming to sign the, sign the LPs. And I said, oh, shit, I'm going to come back. So on Wednesday yeah. night, I came back to get my LP signed by Rodriguez. And in the queue were the, like hundreds of South Africans that were living in Canada. So uh -huh. through that experience, I made all these new friends that were ex-South Africans living in Canada. I made all these new mm -hmm. friends. So every time I go back to Canada, I connect with these friends. I go out and I have dinner with them, go and socialize. Some of them are in mm -hmm. bands. They take me to their gigs. I mean, it's like you wow. can't believe that, you know, like a guy like Rodriguez who's like in America – popular in South Africa and then there's this documentary and he fucking blows up in, in the US and Canada and there you are as a South African and everyone's like fuck but you're the guys that fucking made this guy famous uh huh it is so fucking yeah, right, and then yeah. I meet all these people that were ex-South Africans that are Rodriguez fans that are in Canada and like five years later I'm still I'm still buddies with these people you know well, actually, oh, dude, eight years later. Sorry, there was a lot. Love you. That's life. I love it. Yeah, I love it, man. Ah, oh, dude, I just I'm so glad that I've made a friend today. Like I felt like last week we kind of connected a little bit. You know, yeah. I knew a little On bit about you. Listen to your podcast, you know, over the past two weeks. And then last we, week, you, you know, you got to see in. a little bit of us. He tuned in for like the whole live stream, the whole time. I did. I did. I did. And but now having a true like conversation. I just love it. Awesome, I literally guys. now feel like I have a buddy. South Africa. Well, we Absolutely. should live stream more. Oh, we will. No, well, listen, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll connect. It. It'll be a, a bi-directional relationship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can drink to that. I can Absolutely. drink to that, brother. Absolutely. Well, guys, we are up for two hours already. Can you believe it? I can't believe it, man, but... I think that's a good that's a good point, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. Hours. Well, a good point. Let's hope it's not the last time that we connect. So I'm sure we'll it connect in in future. I yep. love you guys' yep. podcast. I love the subjects you guys are talking about. I'm tuning in there. If you guys have got live streams, you'll you'll check. I'll be there. Oh yes, man! I love right. it. Hey, tune in. Call in if we go to Instagram live. Great fan, yeah. man. Great fan, man. Andrew, thank you. Guys, we man, thanks so much. Uh, 
So if you guys haven't heard the Jacked podcast from Phoenix, Arizona, do yourself a favor and go and look them up on Apple Podcasts or on Podbean. All the links are in my show notes for my video and for my audio. Uh, so do yourself a favor and go have a listen to some of the episodes. They've got some really interesting guests and also there's a different perspective from the US. There'll be an episode coming out in the next couple of days. And that, my friends, is the end. I'll catch you next time.